Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Like, get jazzed up, get excited, show them how grateful you are that they have joined your group and how it's going to be the best group on Facebook. That's what you want, and you want that. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling a real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, guys? Jamie Atkinson back again with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. I'm really excited again to bring Chantel Turner back on. We're talking about Facebook groups, and damn if I say the last episode was full of some nuggets. Uh, If you guys were listening to the last one, or if you haven't listened to it yet, actually, pause this, go back, listen to the first episode, because the first thing that Chantel was explaining to us was why a Facebook group is so integral to getting people to know, like, and trust you, both as a business and as as a brand. And today, we're actually going to dive in a little bit more detail about tribe building, how to build your tribe out, and how to get a lot of engagement in your Facebook group. But first, let me introduce Chantal back. How are you doing, Chantal? I am doing great, Jamie. Thanks for having me back on. I'm excited to share a little bit more in depth about these Facebook groups. I can't wait. So where should we even jump off here? Because I mean, just to give you a little bit of a background into what I've been doing and uh, and how this can definitely help me and maybe there's other people in the Facebook uh, scene that are doing the same thing. In the last episode, you talked about making sure you get the right people that are coming into your Facebook group. And that's one of the first things that you would do to build engagement because you've got the right people who are starting off that conversation. And actually, you know, my Facebook group has evolved from, it was originally for my blog, which is about traveling. And then it evolved into kind of an Instagram challenge group. And now it's evolved into an entrepreneur group. And, you know, for the span of about a year, we've got up to about 500 members now, but we've really struggled to get the engagement going because we let it die and we're trying to build it back up again. But there's a lot of people in my group that I'm looking at now and I'm thinking they're from the, you know, the wrong kind of niche. It's not the right kind of person. So, I mean, for me, especially my question is, what do you do in this situation? How do you get your group back on track with the right people? And, and even, you know, do you like purge it? What, what would be your advice? It's a great question. I actually get a lot of people that come to me and say, well, a lot of what you teach is for people that are starting a Facebook group from scratch, which is true. Um, but it also works whether you have a group that already exists and it's 7,000 members strong or you're starting one from scratch. So it's something that a lot of people are like, well, I don't know how to do that. I already have an existing group that is just full of crickets. It's probably a mismatch of people. You're not highly targeted. Like you said, you've migrated from thing to thing within the group. So you've kind of got a couple options. 
I would say your first option is that you could totally start a new group, especially if you've been all over the map with your existing group and you're like, none of these people really fit in the same bucket. You may just want to start a new group and then within your existing group, you can link to the new group. You can post about it. You can share that. Let people know, hey, for those of you that are interested in this one specific thing, because there will be some of them in there, mm -hmm. here's where we're moving that. So you're almost migrating just those perfect avatar members to your new group. And then you're setting up your new group by following the culture method. You're doing it right. You're making sure that it's going to be highly engaged. So that's one option. The second option is to just go ahead and make the changes to your existing group that you would make if you were starting a new group, and we'll go over them. And what will happen is the people that really shouldn't be there typically will remove themselves or they'll just stay so quiet that it doesn't really matter. They're gonna fall off. I would say when you're determining if you wanna keep your existing group or you want to migrate to a new one, it's gonna depend on the, like, the safety of your new group members. So we talked in the first episode um, about like, the pain point that your, that your customer avatar is all gonna share. So back to my example, for Stronger Mommies, I am helping parents who have kids with special needs. If I have an existing group of people that are kind of all over, it's not really going to be a safe place for me to try and just reformat the existing group and let some people that shouldn't be there stay because it doesn't keep that safe environment for my incoming group members. Now, if you're an entrepreneur and your group is entrepreneurial, you're going to need to narrow that down and figure out who your avatar is. But if your existing group was already entrepreneurs, you can probably keep that group the same. And now you're just going to start to highly target it, really kind of narrow it down. And like I said, the people that don't belong will typically filter themselves out. And so we, how do we narrow it down is the big question. How do we do that, right? How do we get the right people into the group? Well, we already talked about that question number one. So Facebook gives you three questions that you get to ask before a group member joins. And you want to set your group to closed. It's important. That's how you get your questions. Set your group to closed. Um, don't do secret. <laughs> if you do a secret group, then it's very hard for people to find your group. They have to have the link. I like closed because they can't get in unless you allow them to. Um, but also you are still searchable within Facebook. And you want, you want people to find you. You want your ideal customer to come find you. So we're setting our group to close. Our first question, and we say this question must be answered or, or required in parentheses, and then we, we want to find out if they're a good fit, right? Are you the right person to be in this group? The second question, I actually turn into um, like a, almost like a welcome. So I don't ask them a question. I say, once inside, please feel free to introduce yourself to the group. This is so great to drive engagement. I am giving them permission to make a post about who they are. Now, as we get into like the description and the rules for the group, we're going to talk about no, you know, not advertising and selling things with inside the group because obviously that's your job as the admin. You want to be able to sell your stuff to your group members. You don't want a bunch of other people selling their stuff, but you want them to introduce themselves because when somebody introduces themselves and then other people welcome them, it's driving that engagement. It's getting people to interact. So engagement is based on um, likes, comments, um, and shares, which you can't share from within a closed group. So, you know, those likes and those comments and those posts are really important. So we want to be doing that. And it's so much better than that, like Facebook welcome, which you guys probably have seen inside a group where it's like, please welcome our new members. And there's like, <laughs> like a hundred well, people. Yeah. There's just Jeff in the background who says hi to everybody. Hey, what's going on? That guy. Right. Well, and then everybody gets tagged. They're annoyed. It, every time somebody comments, all of those people that got tagged, now they're, they're, their notifications are blowing up. Like it's just not, it's just not fun. Don't do that. And then number three, you can kind of do one of two ways. You can either put in, um, you know, ask people to leave their email address 
and you can use something like Group Convert to, to capture that email address for you, um, or you can give them a link. Now, either way, whether you ask for an email or you give them a link, which would then lead to a funnel, the most important thing in question number three is that you are instantly rewarding your group member with something of value. And, and not just like a cheap little throwaway, like a good piece of valuable content for them that they can have for free because they're a member of the group. Make it something special. This is where you build your trust. If you capture their email, you damn well better have an automation set up to send them an email right away with that piece of value that you promised. Again, if you, if you do it with a link, then that link should go to something free of value where you have an opt-in so that you capture your email that way. But however you set that up, you wanna give them something great that relates to why they would join your group that says, you know, I'm so glad you're here. I wanna welcome you and I love to reward people that are part of my group. So here's a reward, here's a gift for you. How We love getting free gifts and especially when it's not expected, it's so great and it just builds this no like and trust factor. So those are like the three things that you need to have in your questions um, that really drive that engagement, build that trust and will again filter out the people that shouldn't be there. That's so smart. And that's literally before you even get into the group, right? This is just the very first step, but that's already putting a whole bunch of things into play that are going to help you to get that engagement, right? Exactly. That's exactly what it does. You're, you're setting yourself up for success and you're setting your group members up to know, you know, question number one, when they say yes, they're like, okay, cool. Now I know only the right people are in this group. Only people like me. Cool. I love that. Okay. Now I know I'm allowed to introduce myself. That's cool. I feel like I can go say hi. And when everybody else is introducing themselves again, people, you know, follow the movement. So you're good to go there. And then you're giving them that piece of value and they go, wow, this person cares about me. They're not just trying to make a sale. This is not just another group. They care because they gave me something and I didn't do anything for it. I love that. I love that. So what's the, so what's the natural next step? So you've got people in the group, you've filtered it down, you've got the right people, you've either decided you're going to start fresh or you're going to reinvigorate your existing group. Like where do you start? So the biggest thing you have to do now that the group exists and you've got your questions going is your group welcome video. And I kind of mentioned this a little, a minute ago, this video, and like I said, I don't care if you think, oh my God, nobody would want to see me. I don't look pretty. I didn't put on makeup. Um, I have a funny accent. I get this all the time. I, my English isn't great because I'm from another country. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Do a welcome video. It, if you were to go into my group, which unless you're a parent of a child with special needs, you can't. But if you saw my group welcome video, the background is like my house and it's messy and there's my kid's play tent and crap behind me. There's no green screen or pretty whatever background. Like my face is a little washed out from the lighting. It, I didn't pre-set up, you know, everything I was going to say. I didn't do a hundred takes. I literally did this welcome video and you want to welcome your new group members and you damn well better be excited that they're there. That's you hype yourself up, get excited. Don't be fake, but be excited that they're there because again, you want to drive this, this like love for you. You want your new group member to be like, wow, this is the best group on Facebook. I can't wait to pop into this group every single day and participate. That's what you want. You want them to come. Like you want it to be the party that they just can't wait to show up to. So <laughs> I love that. Really, just even hearing you talk about it, I'm like getting excited, you know? Right. That's, and that's what you want. Like you want this level of excitement so that when people are coming, they're like, oh my gosh, this group's going to be amazing. I want to be a part of this. If you do a group welcome video kind of like this and you're like, well, I'm really excited that you're here. Welcome to our group. 
Make sure you check out the rules. Nobody wants that. That's not fun. That's not exciting. Like, get jazzed up. Get excited. Show them how grateful you are that they have joined your group and how it's going to be the best group on Facebook. That's what you want. And you want that. And then the pro tip here, this is really important, okay, is that you actually record this video ahead of time. Pretend like it's live. Do it as if it was live. Talk to your camera like it's live, but record it ahead of time. And then what you're going to do, and this is like super secret, I feel like I'm giving away gold right now, but what you do is you post this live quote unquote recorded video, right? On your business page. So whatever business you are running that is kind of associated with your group, post the video on your business page and then share it over to your group. You're going to go ahead and mark it as an announcement so that it's at the top of the group. It's always the first thing that people see. And then go back to your business page and hide that post. Now, it will still be in your videos on your business page. So sure, anybody could see it. But for the most part, it's going to fall off pretty quick. Nobody's going to go searching for it. And if they did, they can't get into your group anyway. And it might just make them envious of, of, of that group. They might just want to be in. And so you may even get a few comments from people who are like, I want to be in this group. How do I join? Right? And so you're getting three members anyway. But the reason, right? Everybody sees why. Why do I have to do this extra step? Why do I have to post it on my business page if I'm just sharing it to the group and then hiding it on my business page? Because the only way that you can run a Facebook ad to a group or a, like group members is if you're targeting an audience that exists from a, from a video post on a business page. Okay. Now I feel like that sounds kind of complicated. So I'm going to say it again. The reason that we are putting the video on our business page is because when the, when the video is there, Anyone who sees that video, even though it's already shared in the group, that video itself, Facebook tags every single person. They're, they're, they're basically recording every single person that watches it. They know how long that person watched it. They know if they engaged with it or not, all of that, okay? It's building you an audience. If that video only exists inside your group, you can do absolutely nothing with that audience. Facebook isn't building it. If that video originates on your business page, you now own that built audience and you can run ads to them. This is so important, especially if you don't want to have to advertise or post frequently about your new upcoming thing that you're selling inside of your group, but you want to run an ad to your ideal avatar, those perfect people, and they're already inside your group. You can run an ad to them and it's an ad on Facebook, but you have that audience. You built that audience because of this video. Let me know if that makes sense, Jamie. I don't want to lose. Uh, yeah, I feel like that is genius. And if, if you're not quite grasping it, I'd encourage you to rewind and re-listen to that again. Because what Chantel is basically saying is that anybody that watches that video will then be inside your Facebook ad account as an audience and you can market to them with Facebook ads. So whether they watched it for a second, 10 seconds, a minute, you can literally go and say, I'm going to run an ad to anybody that's seen my video in my Facebook group. And that is huge. And like but here's the best part. Like we already know the only people, the all like 99.9% because .9%, like I said, a couple people might watch that video that shouldn't. But realistically, the only people watching that video are people that are inside your group, which you already very highly targeted. So now you can run like the most inexpensive Facebook ad because you're not asking Facebook to do any of the targeting work. You already did it. You can literally run an open like targeting ad. You can run it for clicks. You can run it for impressions because those people are already your perfect audience. And you all, they all, you showed yourself in that video. So now 
they know who you are. When that ad hits their newsfeed, they're like, oh, this is for me. I know who Chantel is. I saw her welcome video. Let me watch what she's got to say today. Like it is the most, I hope people who are listening understand how powerful this can be if you do it. If you forget this step, if you don't do this step, you are, even if you're like, well, I'm probably never gonna run an ad. You don't know, just like, just do this in case you ever someday wanna run an ad or like try an ad, just do this. Wow, that's so great. And I'm actually thinking this is a really good stopping off point. Now, Chantel, just really quickly, have we got another few awesome nuggets to talk about with engagement? Could we keep talking about this in the next episode? I could probably talk about this for like 10 episodes, but yes, I, I think we can definitely get some value <laughs> in probably one more episode for sure. Okay. So in the next episode, we're going to do a little bit more about engagement because I'm, I'm personally very interested in hearing about more of how to get this engagement. But also there's another thing that we're going to talk about, which is key. And we're going to talk about how you can not take up a ton of time by doing this in your Facebook group, right? So how you can do this easily in just, you know, a couple of hours or even less than that per day, right? Yeah, I want to say I spend probably about 15 minutes a day working on my Facebook group. That includes approving members because I require that all members and all and all posts, that's an important one that I didn't mention earlier, all posts must be approved by me. Now I hear people like eye rolling, oh my God, that's going to take up so much time. Guys, <laughs> I have a highly engaged Facebook group. Like, so it's 15 minutes a day is the most that I spend, except for one day a week. We'll go into this in a minute when we go to the next, you know, when you guys are on the next podcast, you'll get to hear about this, but we do a live once a week. And that's the only day I'm in that group longer than 15 minutes. Otherwise, 15 minutes a day max is your time investment here. And like I said, um, or Jamie actually said it, I have one of the like most engaged groups on Facebook. I am part of the Facebook power admins because of the engagement that I've built inside this group. So if my highly engaged and active group can only take me 15 minutes a day, I promise you, if you do this right, you will not be spending a lot of time here, but you will be getting so much value back out. I can't wait to listen to the next episode. I'm so buzzed. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you're into it, then set an alert, subscribe, and we'll be with you on the next episode. I can't wait for it to happen. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the last episode. And I just wanted to let you know that we're doing an amazing competition for you guys. It's called the four for four competition. Four amazing entrepreneurs have sponsored this podcast for the next month and a half. And they're doing it to give you guys access to their flagship courses completely for free. There's going to be four lucky winners who are going to get access to four powerful courses from some of the best online entrepreneurs out there. You have Doug Bowton, who's giving away his highly sought after sales funnel mastery course. We've got Chantal. Turner is giving away her engagement driving culture method course. You have Wendy Hart who's giving away her mind bending procrastination cure course and Samantha Brown who's giving away her double your tribe challenge. These are four amazing courses which are all worth a combined total of over $2,500 and we're giving it away to you guys for free. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning this competition is to scroll down on the podcast page, leave a rating and review and just screenshot your review just before you publish it and email it to jamie at entrepreneurjunkie.co. Competitions are going to be ending on June the 30th. Make sure you get your entries in, guys. And if you've already left a rating or review on the podcast, just screenshot your podcast review and we'll still enter you into the competition. Make sure you guys enter before this competition goes away. There's going to be four lucky winners. You don't want to miss this, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.